Today is Wednesday, September 29th. The title for our devotional is Mary, the Servant of the Lord. We're going to take a pause from kind of our heady exploration of freedom in our culture for just a moment today and just look at one of the more beautiful stories in Scripture of an individual uh, serving the Lord and submitting to God and His will. So let's read her story in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. You may be familiar with this story from the Christmas story. <laughs> Verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. Now here's the key is Mary's response. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her key to understanding this story is the moral and legal code of first century Judaism, which is the culture in which Mary lived. While Mary was only pledged to be married, if she is known to have had an affair, the punishment could very well be death. It is likely that this punishment was rarely actually carried out, yet it could have been according to the letter of the law. This is why Joseph, who is torn between faithfulness to the law, which he values, and his desire not to expose Mary to public disgrace, he decides to divorce her quietly. Now, the public disgrace for Mary and later Jesus after he was born likely didn't end with his birth. We have little record of Jesus' early years, but it is possible that the word got out, and it's more than likely that the word got out, of Jesus' conception to be a work of the Holy Spirit. Of course, many would not believe that, and this would lead to a great deal of shame. In John 8:41, which we read um, the other day, Some of the Jews Jesus is dialoguing with, or probably more accurately arguing with, say, we are not illegitimate children, as it's translated. The language in the Greek is literally, we were not born out of sexual immorality. Now, they may just be talking in context and talking about how they are legitimate children of Abraham, very, very plausible. But there may also be an insinuation there towards the mystery around Jesus' birth. If this were the case, Mary would have certainly experienced a great deal of shame in her community by accepting this uh, word of the Lord. In any case, Mary's life was basically upended (laughs) with this announcement. Whatever dreams she had of her new marriage and her life to come were largely out the window with this one announcement from the angel. However, Mary's response is exemplary. She joyfully submits herself to the will of God and considers herself his servant. Even though her freedom of self-determination was obliterated by this announcement, she receives it with joy because her will is set on being a servant of God and glorifying the Lord. For additional content, we're going to read the Magnificat uh, of Mary 
where she expresses even more her heart and her joy um, to glorify the Lord and to be his servant here in being the mother of Jesus. It's found in Luke 1, verse 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Reflection today, simply imagine receiving an announcement like this from an angel that would completely upend your life, your plans, your dreams, along with much of your freedom of self-determination. This would also likely come with a good deal of shame from your community, which would be directed towards you. What would your response be? Would your response be like Mary? I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled, even at the great expense that it was. Would you be able to declare like Mary, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior.